Hello, and thank you for tuning in to The Gathering Church, a place of grace where people far from God experience life in Christ. Sit back and relax and listen to today's message and be blessed. Come on. She's just ministered about God's mercy and grace. Where would you be if it wasn't for God's mercy and grace? If God would have pulled back the curtains, what would we see? But his grace and his mercy, it covers us. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, uh, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Come on, let's just, just worship him for a few moments. Hallelujah. Father, we glorify you. We lift you up. We give you praise this morning. We give you honor and reverence, oh God, even now in the name of Jesus. Come now, Lord Jesus. Come now and minister to the heart of your people, Lord. Give us a rhema word. A rhema word, God. Speak to us this morning. For we need to hear from you, Lord God. So, Father, we're looking to you. We, we, we uh, uh, attend our ears. Oh, God, attune our ears to hear your voice this morning. Your word says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church, Lord. So we bless you. And we praise you. And we magnify you. Come on, just put your hands together one more time. And just thank him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. While you're sitting down to your neighbor, I'm glad to see you this morning. Amen. Tell another, I'm glad to see you this morning. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm like David this morning. I was glad when they said unto me, Come, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. God is such a, a good God, and we celebrate his goodness this morning. I see some old-time familiar faces, amen, in the congregation this morning. Amen. I see my wife's old dance instructor. Amen. Come on, Sister Joda, would you just stand up and just wave? Amen. Hallelujah. Bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a warrior right there. That's a soldier. Don't be fooled by the smile. She'll get down and pray in a minute and pray you through. Come on now. Come on now. She'll put the devil on the run in a minute. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> And I thank God because I see another familiar face. Amen. This brother and I, we go way back. Way back. We both had hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> but amen. We, we, we drew a bond because we took a, a Bible course together called Purity with Purpose. And we were part of the same graduating class. And he was always an encourager to me, even when I was younger. Amen. Always encouraged me to go after my dreams. So now to be pastoring, 
and he to come visit this morning. It's a great honor. Amen. Brother Sylvester Shaw, would you stand up with your beautiful wife? Can we just be greetings this morning? Amen. God bless you. Mwah. Thank y'all so much. It's so good to have you here this morning visiting with us. Amen. And it's always good to have Apostle Adams in the house. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is so good this morning. And we just celebrate him. Amen. I just want to make a few brief announcements before we go into the word this morning. Amen. This is the final day as our brother Olu has shared with you this morning to sign up for the City Serve event on September 21st. Amen. So sign up. The last day of sign up is today. We've been talking about this over the last couple of weeks. Today's the last day to sign up. So I'm encouraging you to sign up. Amen. Before you leave here today, we do need your help. Amen. To help us to get this gospel. Amen. To this region. Amen. We need to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. The church needs to come outside the four walls because the church is not the building. The church is the people. Come on now. Come on now. We have, we have to prepare our hearts to, to go out and to take this world for Jesus. And so we have a wonderful opportunity on September 21st to do that. And so, again, just remind you just to sign up today before you leave here. Amen. For the event coming up. Amen. Also, I wanted to just put a bug in for the anniversary as well. On Saturday, November the 23rd, will be our gala, our anniversary gala. This will be a red carpet event. I'm going to say that again. This will be a red carpet event. So we're doing it big this year. This is 10. Don't let the size fool you. There's more to us that's here. Amen. This will be a red carpet event. Amen. And we're already getting artists. Amen. And getting speakers. Amen. And I know we're going to have an anointed time. Amen. In God's presence to hear from him. Amen. So I want you to be encouraged and you'll get more information as the weeks go on about the specifics for the event. But I just want to put that in your ear this morning. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to 1 Kings. Chapter number 18. Chapter 18, verse 17. For some, it's a familiar portion of Scripture. Today, we'll be talking about the prophet Elijah this morning, and um, I believe there's something that God wants to speak to our hearts this morning. The Word of God is sharp, it's quick, it's powerful than any two-edged sword. Man, it comes to encourage us, to build us up, to correct us, amen, and to allow us to fulfill and receive the promises that God has for us, Amen. When you have that, I'm going to have you stand one more time for the reading of God's word. And it's customary in this house. Amen. Grab your iPad, grab your Bible, however you do it. Just have the word. Amen. Everybody got it? All right. All right. So we're going to read verse, um, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 17 to 18. Amen. 
When Ahab saw Elijah, he said to him, Is that you, you troubler of Israel? I have not made trouble for Israel, Elijah said, but you and your father's family have. You have abandoned the Lord's commands and have followed the Baal. I'll read that again. When Ahab saw Elijah, he said to him, Is that you, troubler of Israel? I have not made trouble for Israel, Elijah said, but you and your father's family have. You have abandoned the Lord's commands and have followed the Baals. Father, bless your word, Lord, as it will go forth, Lord God. We receive and hear what you will have to say to us. In Jesus' name, you may be seated. Amen. Amen. As I was praying and preparing for this message, a couple of things were going through my heart this week. And the initial title of this message was what God gave me was, Which God do you serve? Which God do you serve? serve. And as I was thinking about that, I, I began to think about the late Bishop Ezra Nehemiah Williams, and he shared a message years ago that says, get on board, get out the way, or get run over. And I thought it was just so prominent as I was reading the scripture that God wants us to get on board. Amen. This is a season for us to get on board. At the Gathering Church, we have declared that 2013 is a banner year. This is our year where we are breaking barriers, we are exceeding expectations, and we are exploring new frontiers. This is our banner year. This is a year of firsts. Amen. We've been praying, Lord, let this happen. Let this is the year that it is happening. Amen. And so I thank God for what He's doing. But I believe that as we come into the final quarter, Amen, of this year, if we come to the tail end of 20. 13, I am believing God to do some great things. The first eight months have been spectacular, but I believe that we have not seen anything yet because the declaration is that he, he, he would exceed our expectations. In other words, he would take us to another place. In other words, he would take us to a new dimension in him. And I believe that this is the time that God is calling the body of Christ to make up their minds what they want to do. This is the time that God is challenging us to say, are we going to serve him wholeheartedly or are we just going to waver in our faith? It's either that we're going to be bold and, and, and live out this gospel or we're going to be intimidated and, and hide in the closet somewhere. We're in a day where everybody else is coming out the closet but the saints. Amen. We need to tear, we need to tear that closet into a prayer closet. Amen. And to get the boldness that we need to go out into the world and to proclaim the gospel. I wish the real church would rise up. I wish that God would give us the boldness that he, that, that he promises us. And the Bible says he gave it to us according to Acts 1.8. He said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost have come upon you. To be what? A witness. Amen. So he gives us the empowerment that we need to be a witness. As we read in the scripture in 1 Kings, we, we, we have a picture here that is painted of King Ahab and the prophet Elijah. Now, Ahab was a wicked king. He did not obey the laws of the Lord. 
He did not follow in his ways. As a matter of fact, he allowed his wife, Jezebel, amen. Now, we say Jezebel, you think about the woman in the red dress that comes to church. That's not Jezebel. Amen. We're talking about Jezebel in the scripture. Amen. We're talking about Jezebel. Jezebel was a controlling woman. I would dare say she was a witch. Just controlling. She did not follow the Lord. As a matter of fact, she worshiped other gods. Amen. As Christians, we are monotheistic. We believe in there is one God. He is the God. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The problem with Ahab and his household, they worship other gods. And the thing is, we cannot serve God and serve anything else. God is a jealous God. He wants all of our attention. He wants all of our worship. He wants all of our adoration. But see, they were a polytheistic type of people because they believed that there were multiple gods. And they worshiped their gods because they believed that their gods brought fertility. They believed their gods were the gods that, that provide the grain for the land. That's why they gave all these different types of sacrifices because they believed that their wealth had came from these gods, but they forgot that Jehovah Jireh was the ultimate provider. Isn't just like us in the church where God does stuff for us that we forget that what he's done. We, 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 we have a short lapse in our memory to forget how God has brought us out and how God has healed us. So Israel constantly went through this cycle over and over and over again. God would deliver them. God would set them free. God would give them their land. But yet they would disobey God. They would worship idols. And then because of the idols, God would allow their enemies to come upon them. It's nothing like when God blesses your enemies to come against you. <laughs> Maybe you've been in that place where you feel like your enemy was winning. <laughs> it's like your weaknesses was being exposed <laughs> because you got too full of yourself. Come on, I've been there. Come on. Bible says pride goes before a fall and a holy heart before destruction. No flesh can glory in the presence of the Lord. And Israel was not any exception. And so Israel just began to go through this cycle over and over and over again. And then after God will allow the enemies to come upon them and take them captive, then Israel will cry to the Lord, Lord, get us out of this circumstance. Lord, get us out of this situation. Then he will bring deliverance. And then after deliverance, he will bring restoration. And then a cycle will happen all over again. It reminds me of the church today. God brings healing. He brings salvation. He brings deliverance. He brings restoration. We high on the hog, living the life of rally. <laughs> and then we get full of ourselves, and then God has to humble us, and then we go through the process all over again. Which God do you serve this morning? Now, see, we, see they're, they're, they're talking about these false gods. These were graven images, but we don't worship graven images today. Today, we, 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 we worship materialism. Today, we worship our careers. Some of us worship our children. Some of us worship our spouses. We, we, we worship our pastor. We worship the church. We don't worship God. There, there's always something that's competing for your time and for your energy. Wherever you fit your time and your energy towards, that's the thing that you're worshiping. That's the thing that you're giving your resource, your time, your essence, the very nature of who you are. That's what the God is. And God will have no other gods before him. And so that's why we have to constantly look within our hearts to make sure that God has the full attention. 
Sometimes when we go through we, and, we, and the cares of life just begin to overwhelm us, we allow our focus to stray from God and onto our problems. That is why David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. He understood that it was a power that comes with agreement. And that when we begin to magnify God together, that is the power of agreement. Jesus said with two or three are gathered in my name, there I would be in the midst. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Let's begin to magnify God and not magnify our problems. That's what worship is about. Amen. You come in with trials, with troubles, and, and situations happen, and those things begin to weigh you down and cause you to be burdensome. But when you begin to magnify God, and when you begin to love on Jesus, and when you begin to lift up his name, those things become so minute. The Bible says, catch your burdens unto Jesus, for he cares for you. You are not meant to carry the troubles by yourself. And that's why we allow ourselves to get into so much trouble because we have these false gods, these other idols in our lives. And God is saying today, which God do you serve? Where is your focus? Who has your attention? The pastor, I think I serve the Lord. Well, if that God and God will call at the same time, who would you answer first? Because your allegiance is to something. That's why you can't be in two churches. Because if this church call and that church call, who are you going to go to first? That's where your allegiance is to. Where is your allegiance to this morning? Who has your attention? Who has captured your heart? Who has taken the resources from you? Is it God or is it something else? You have to name this morning what is your false gods. What is the thing that has been stealing your time? Sometimes you get wrapped up into self. Me and my wife, we have this saying, get over yourself. Well, who is me? Get over yourself. Get out your funk. Get over that stuff. Stuff happening and you just so caught up about me, 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 me. And God says, get your me out the way. Come on now. People that moved on and you still stuck on it 20 years later. You got to move on. That can be an idol, unforgiveness. Come on, you just like being bitter. You're just so negative, always complaining, always whining, always, always, always criticizing, always critiquing something. Never appreciative. Always seeing the glass half empty versus half full. God has to change your perspective. One thing the Lord had showed me as I was reading about what a sacrifice is. First of all, when there's a sacrifice from God, when it's a true sacrifice given to God, God will always bring the fire. You don't have to light the match. As you read in scripture, you read from the book of Leviticus, God always brought the fire when there was a true sacrifice. We read up in Gideon, and in, uh, in the book of Judges, chapter 6, verse 20, we read with, 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 when Gideon made his offering, the Bible says the angel of the Lord bought the fire. He consumed the sacrifice. We read it in Solomon's temple. When Solomon built his temple and they dedicated the temple to the Lord and they lift up the sacrifice for God, fire came down from heaven. 
God always brings the fire where there is a true sacrifice. We read with Jesus, amen, has resurrected from the dead. And the Bible says he was, he, he, he was on the side while they were out fishing. And the Bible says he, was, he, was, he, he, he had prepared fish for them. He had cooked for them. Jesus bought the fire. As we read in the book of Acts chapter 2, we read on the day of Pentecost. God bought the fire. When there is a true sacrifice, God will always bring the fire. You don't need a match. And that was the problem. That was the problem with, with, with those who worship idols. They bought their own fire. And a, and a sacrifice was not consumed. That's why you have to make sure that you're burning with God's fire and not an unauthorized fire. Or what we call in, 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 in the scripture a strange flame. A strange fire. We have to make sure that we're living lives that are pure. Because God will consume a, a vessel that's on fire for him. We don't bring the fire. We learned that Aaron's sons, Nadab and, and Abiha, they were struck dead because they put a strange fire on God's altar. God is a powerful God. You cannot bring a strange flame before him. He brings the fire. His fire is his sanctifying power. And so we wonder in the church why there's no healing anymore. We wonder why there's no deliverance anymore. Because some of us have strange flames on the altar. Some of us are burning with an unauthorized fire. It's not a fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire represents passion. It represents the thing that drives on the inside of you. It represents power. It represents authority. Do you really have the real fire of God burning on the inside of you? Is the fire for God's house consuming you? Or is something else consuming you? Which God are you serving this morning? Because he will always bring the fire. That's how you know this God. He said, that's why he said, he's the God that answers by fire. That's what God does. He answers by fire. Why not rain? Why not a rainbow? Why not anything else? Why a fire? Because fire... It's so strong that it begins to purify you. It removes all of the junk, all of the soot, all of the impurities. When you put silver or gold into a fire, into a furnace, it begins to bubble. And all the impurities begin to rise to the top. And a smith who handles these types of metals, when little impurities begin to rise to the top, he begins to remove all those impurities off the top of the metal. You would say, well, Pastor, how does he know when all the impurities are gone? The reason he knows because he can see his reflection inside of the stone. And that's what God does with us. You will go through, you will have problems, you will have trials. He will test you to work all those impurities all out of you that when he looks at you, he wants to see himself. That's what we're called to be like Jesus. So God will allow hell to break out in your life because he's building you. He'll use the devil to build you up. He'll use hardships to work on your anger. He'll use problems to work on your jealousy. He'll deal with your insecurities and your depression. He'll allow you to go through losing a job and go through a divorce and go through losing a baby. He'll allow you to go through all those things to see where your heart is. Which God do you serve, church, this morning? 
Are you wavering? It's time to put our trust back in God. It's time to put our trust back in God. It's time to serve him. The words of Bishop Nehemiah Williams. Get on board. Get out the way. We're going to get run over. The church is going forth in this season. Gathering church, we're going forth in this season. At the pass of this house, we're going forth in this season. We're not going to hold back. We will not be kept. The enemy wants to keep some of you. You will not be kept. Make your choice today. Make your decision to go wholeheartedly after God. Wholeheartedly after God. Do not allow what's going on around you to stop you from going wholeheartedly. God will turn your setback to a, to a setup. I'm telling you, he'll do it. 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 Your, your enemies will come at you seven different ways, and they'll flee seven different ways. Come on. How many, try to, how many of you have been ambushed by the enemy? Just say, oh, hell was breaking around you. God will be your protection. He'll be your front guard and your real guard. He'll cover you on each side. He will do it. I'm telling you he'll do it. But you got to put your trust in God this morning. Which God do you serve this morning? The Bible says at the time of the sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forth and prayed, Oh, Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. <laughs> Did you just read that? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. No, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob's name changed. There was a transformation that happened in Jacob. Amen. So now he was not speaking to Jacob. He was speaking to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Hallelujah. God will change your name. Let it be known today that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant, and have done these things at your command. Answer me, O Lord. Answer me. So these people will know, O Lord, you are God, and that, and that you are turning their hearts back again. This whole process that they went through, it was to get the heart of Israel to go back after the heart of God. And God will allow you to go through things to get your heart to focus back on him. He wants to be the object of your affection. He wants you to have your gaze upon him and not upon anything else. Then the scripture continues to read, Then the fire of the Lord fell, fell, and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, and the soil. i never seen fire burn up soil and the soil, and also lick up the water in the trench. <laughs> when all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. God wants us to focus on him today. He wants us to trust him again. He wants us to, to abandon ourselves back to him again. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what has stopped you from believing God. Because we limit God. We, we go through trials. We go through troubles. And things don't plan out the way we think they should plan out. And so many times it causes our faith to kind of waver. But I'm here to encourage you this morning. I'm here to give you a faith pill this morning. I'm here to, to, to pat you on the back and say, come on. you got to believe him again. You got to get your faith, because if not, if you do not align your faith up in this next season, you will miss it. You will miss it. And I don't know when this opportunity is going to come again. 
there's going to be an open heaven in this next season. God is going to open up the heavens and he's going to begin to bless his people. Don't be fooled about all oh, this gay marriage and all this stuff happening in Syria. The enemy's doing his thing, but I'm telling you, God always let the enemy go first because he's about to show him out. And that's what we just saw. You go first. You go first. You do what you can do. But the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And there that dwell therein. It all belongs to him. You wait what God is about to do. You wait. You wait. He's about to blow your mind. But you got to get in alignment with him. If not, you'll miss the opportunity just like that. Why everybody's getting blessed all around you? You'll be like, what happened to me? What about me, Lord? I thought it was my season. I thought, I thought it was going to be my opportunity. What, 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 what happened? Because your faith was not high enough to get it. It was right above your head. It was, if, you would just, if you would just resurrect yourself, if, we, if you would just erect yourself and stop being low and receive what God, you can receive that, what he has for you. And I'm telling you, you have not seen anything yet. I'm telling you that these next four months, I'm telling you, as a prophet of God, I'm telling you, it's going to come. It's going to come, but you have to align yourself. I'm here to encourage you today. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Some of you here from other churches, take this back to your church. It's going to happen. Tell your pastor, it's going to happen. God is strategically placing us in the body because something is about to be released. Something's about to be released. And we have to align ourselves. If anything, I, everything my assignment is right now, this season is to tell the church to get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get re Don't be so fooled by the news. I know you look at it as disheartening. And it feels like, dad, what's going on around me? It's, it's unpopular to be a Christian. It's unpopular to, to, to state my faith. It's unpopular. It's okay happened in the first church. But look at the glory of God. Look how God favored his people. Come on, look how he did that. Come on. God's a God of cycles. If he did it then, he'll do it again. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. You just have to believe him. Sometimes you got to have what I call stupid faith. You got to have that stupid faith. Don't make no sense why you believe in God, but you, you just believe God like that. People look at you and say, are you stupid or something? Yep, I got stupid faith. I just believe. I'm too stupid not I'm too stupid not to believe him. I got to believe God in this season. My faith got me this far. It got me these 10 years. It took me on the way. And I'm telling you to go, God did then, he will do now. And I'm telling you, if you are living sacrifice before the God, he will send the fire and he will bless you. Yes, he will. He'll do it. He'll do it. Tell your neighbor, this is the season. Uh-huh. Tell your neighbor, this is the season. I don't think that one hurt you. Try somebody else. This is the season. Uh -huh. Tell them now is the time. This is the time for it to happen. This is the time for your manifestation. Don't think that we're in the eighth month for nothing because eight stands for new beginnings. And I believe that God is going to give us some new beginnings. I know that this is the last Sunday in August, but I believe God is about to turn some things around. That as we go into this next month, as we go into the ninth month, I believe that there will be a release. There will be a flow that will come into this church. There will be a flow that will come into this season. You have to 
dare to believe him. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. He's putting fire in this place now because there's some sacrifices that have gone up and he's consuming them now. He's doing it. And you have to dare to believe him. You have to dare to believe him. You have to dare to believe him. You have to dare. Come on, lift your hands. Come on and worship. Stop being a spectator and be a participator. Don't let your blessing pass you by. Don't let your deliverance pass you by. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Get on board. Get out the way. Oh, get run over. Because this train is about to leave the station. Uh, the train of glory is moving. Uh, you better get with the cloud this morning. Don't miss the move of God. Uh, don't miss your season. Uh, don't miss your breakthrough. Don't miss your breakthrough. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. I go to too much hell to give up now. Oh, I endure too much to just throw in the towel now. I might as well go all the way. I might as well trust him. I might as well give myself wholeheartedly to the Lord. If he brought me this far, why would he not take me to my promised land? Why would he leave me stuck in the process? I got the prophecy, but I want the promise. I want what he has for me. I didn't go through this hell for nothing to come out empty-handed. He has treasure for me. He has blessings for me. He has things for me stored up for me. Hey. Tell them you got to get ready. Come on, you got to get ready. You got to get ready. It's not about a feeling. It's about your, it's, 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 it's about your, it's about you being activated. Faith is not a feeling. The feelings follow later, but you have to activate your faith. You have to dare to believe him. Some of you are passive in your faith, but you have to be aggressive in this season. For the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violence taken by Glory be to God. Come on, put your hands together and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name, God. Thank you for bringing me out and taking me in. Thank you for your delivering power. Thank you that I'm making you my God. I'm making you the God who answers by fire. You're the God who answers by fire. You're the God that is all consuming. You're burnt up everything that's not like you. You're burnt up my enemies. You continue to read the text the Bible says those prophets that day were slain and God began to rid Israel of all those false gods 
It's time for our hearts to be turned back to our creator. It's time for us to come back to him. This is the time. I can't stress this enough. I can't stress this enough. I'm trying to move. I can't stress this. I'm trying to get in your ears. Some of you got spiritual wax. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get in there. I'm trying to speak this word of faith. I'm trying to, I want you to connect with what God is trying to tell you this morning. You don't want this to be your last opportunity. God is trying to help you. He brought you into this house to help you. It's our time. It's our time. Force God's only promise what God can only provide. Force God's promise only what God can provide. Don't put your trust in Baal, in the idols, in the kill of this life. Don't go after that stuff. That stuff flees. You want something that's constant. You want something that's going to maintain you. You want something that's going to keep you. And that's only the God who answers by fire. Say your neighbor, it's the God who answers by fire. Say them, tell them again, it's the God who answers by fire. That's the God that you want. That's the God you want. But when trouble comes, he will answer by fire. When stuff happens, he will answer by fire. When your enemies come up against you, he will answer by fire. He will do it. He will do it. I don't care if it's a court case. I don't care if you're in litigation. He will answer by fire. I don't care if you're going through in your marriage. He will answer by fire. He will do it. He will do it. And you have to trust him. 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 I'm done. I'm closing. But God is speaking to our hearts this morning. Let's put our attention back to him. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. Huh. It's all about him. It's all about Jesus. That's what we need to come back to this morning. And focus on him. Come help me, Marola.
and the Holy Spirit is talking to your heart this morning. I just want you to come and gather around the altar so we can pray together as a family this morning. So I invite you to come now. With the music, with the music, all the strips away. your mouth now. Can you just give him the sacrifice of praise right now? Can you just begin to thank him and just love him this morning? Come on Zion, let me hear you worship him this morning. Hallelujah Jesus. 
We bless your name, Lord God. We adore you, Jesus. We love you. Oh, God, we give you our hearts. We give you our lives. We give you our worship, oh, God. We magnify your name, God. We glorify you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We worship you, God. We thank you. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, God. We worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy, Jesus. I feel fire coming. Come on, we'll keep on, keep on. Come on, I feel fire falling. Come on, come on, come on. Let it consume you in the name of Jesus. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of, of living water. Come on. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory. Hey.
everything that's not like you oh God until you see your face in us until you see your image in us oh God burn it up within us every distraction everything that would try to take oh God our gaze off of you everything that would try to take our gaze off of you oh God we're coming back we're coming back, God. I don't care what happened last week. I don't care what happened this morning. I don't care. We're coming back to you, Lord. We're giving you our hearts once again. Not just a part, all of our hearts. Because you want us. You want us. That's why you sent your son to die. Because you wanted a personal relationship with us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. There'll be no strange fires in your house, oh God. There'll be no strange fires in your house. Nothing but your presence. Nothing but the holy flame of God. Nothing but the pure anointing that destroys yokes, that removes burdens, that change lives, that tangible and transferable presence of God. That I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Come here, Anthony. Brother Anthony, come here. I want to pray for you. Hallelujah.
because you wanted to give up and turn back. But I put a press in your spirit today. And there will be a mighty move for me. Not just in your life, but in your household. Says God, I'm moving by my spirit, even in your wife and your child, said the Lord. I'm raising up that child as a prophet of God, said the Lord. The Lord said, be mindful of that child and what you feed it and how you take care of it. Because it's my choice in this season, in this time. I'm raising, I'm raising, I'm raising, I'm raising them up. I'm raising them up just like I raised you up. Hallelujah, said the Lord. The Lord said, don't look to the left or to the right, but keep your eyes on to the hills from which cometh your help, God said. For there's a word in your belly and I have put it there. There's a word in a season and a time when it will come forth, say the Lord. And you will preach and speak for me. You will be my oracle, says God. For many have forsaken you, but God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you even to the end of age, says the Lord. Even the business that you tried to start failed. But I'm going to start it again, says the Lord. And this time it's going to take off. And this time the workers will come, says God. And this time, this time, you will not have to manage what much because I'm going to send you a manager that will know the business. All you are going to do is to find employ people, said the Lord. And they will come to me because of your testimony. I, I gave you a testimony to share with those that you will employ. And they will give their lives to me, says God. This is your time. This is your season. God has said it's not by mistake that you came back to this house. It's not a mistake that you came back to this place. Because you was in another place. But God said, hitherto has the Lord brought you. I brought you back here to train you up. 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 That this time, when you step out by faith, you will be doing my will and my work, says God. Be not deceived by all those that say they love you. By all those that say they were on your side. They were not on their, your side. They just used you to get what they wanted to get. They used your gifts. They used your talents. Uh, now God said they prostituted the gifts that I gave you. But this time, they're going to know that there's a God uh, when I send you back again. Uh, they're going to know there's a God. Uh, they're going to know there's a God. They're going to know. They're going to know because.